happens everywhere. It happens to everybody and it happens in really alarming numbers. And so if we start to take that same lens to traffic deaths that we do other public health crises, that starts to get us to the prevention, which is far more effective than continuously reacting to an, a crash where somebody dies. And that's just, we do not want to see that anymore. Saving lives by the thousands, ending deaths and serious injuries on Houston roadways. That is the goal Vision Zero Houston has set out to meet. The next stop. The next stop. The next stop. Metro's podcast. I'm Laura Whitley. In this edition of The Next Stop, what you need to know about Vision Zero Houston. Simple action steps so you can get involved and start saving lives. So we're joined now by Lauren Grove, who is a transportation planner from the city of Houston and really leading the effort when it comes to developing the city's Vision Zero plan. Lauren, thank you for joining The Next Stop. Thanks for having me here. So Vision Zero Houston, it's an extremely powerful life-saving initiative. Uh, Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, absolutely. Vision Zero started in Sweden. So as you mentioned, it's a global strategy. It started in Sweden in the 90s and um, has been adopted around the world in about 45 cities in the U.S. And when I say adopted, I mean they, they formally commit to Vision Zero, which is a strategy to end traffic deaths and serious injuries. So it really focuses on making our streets safer and making them safer for everyone. So people walking, biking, driving, uh, connecting to transit, using a wheelchair. It's um, focusing on how we can improve our streets for everybody um, and making it safer for people of all ages and abilities to get where they need to go and uh, return home safely. So the goal is that we end traffic deaths and serious injuries because no one should die on our roadways. No loss of life is acceptable. And we can actually, through a variety of different strategies like street design and community engagement, um, prevent people from dying on our roadways. And that's really the core of Vision Zero is, is shifting our mindset um, to think about traffic safety, that, that no one should die on our roadways and we can prevent um, tragic incidences like that from happening. This idea, it, it in some ways seems very profound, but it's very simple in the sense, I, I remember be, becoming an early, you know, my, the early years of driving and, you know, one of the things that sticks out most vividly is being at high school and there's like a a a car that's all smashed up you know there and they were sort of trying to you know I think educate young drivers about prevent you know not drinking and driving but it sort of also reinforced the idea that like accidents and perhaps uh, fatal accidents are or crashes uh, are are just part of the experience of being on our roadways and what vision zero is saying is you know it's not it's not just because people are are driving doesn't mean that loss of life is not inevitable absolutely yeah it it took me 
a minute to really um, wrap my head around this idea. When I first learned about Vision Zero, you sort of hear ending traffic deaths and serious injuries and you kind of have to take a step back and really think about the significance there and recognize the problem that so many people are dying on our roadways and we really don't think twice about it. And that's, that's part of the strategy too, is, is shifting our culture and our mind mindset to um, realize that problem, that that's not okay. And um, we should not accept these numbers that are happening um, in, in large amounts in cities everywhere in the US. And there are so many things that we can do as, in, as individuals, just recognizing our responsibility on the road every day um, and as organizations and entities that can really make our streets safer. Um, I mentioned street design, but that's a really, a really big part of it is how we come together to recognize we haven't really designed our streets um, in a way that does prevent people from dying. But I think that first step of just recognizing the problem and recognizing that that's not okay is so important. Absolutely. Now, this paradigm shift for Houston and, and this charge to develop Houston Vision Zero started with, at least in a public way, with Mayor Sylvester Turner's uh, Vision Zero executive order just over a year ago. And can you tell me a bit about that and then you know what's kind of gone on in this past year? In August of 2019, uh, Mayor Turner signed an executive order to adopt Vision Zero. And that's a really important step for cities um, to be a part of the Vision Zero network is to make you know, a formal adoption to Vision Zero, this commitment that you're going um, to build a strategy around. And so Mayor Tur Turner did that in August of 2019, which also put in place um, a few steps of how we're gonna come up with a plan in a year. And one of that is bringing people to the table um, who have a big role in our streets and in our transportation system. Um, entities like Metro and TxDOT and HGAC and Harris County, um, as well as city departments and other agencies like Link Houston and Bike Houston. So really putting in place um, people that do have a role in street safety. And so we've been meeting um, as groups and as subcommittees, looking at crash data, thinking about how we communicate this out um, in the past year to think of how does all of this fit together? Mm -hmm. How do um, you know the plans that exist in Houston that relate to transportation and street safety, how does that fit into Vision Zero? How do we get these things to talk to each other? Um, and use the resources that we have to get the biggest impact. And so that's all coming together in a Vision Zero action plan, which will target specific um, locations where we're seeing the most traffic deaths and serious injuries. We'll uh, think about communication and community engagement, how, how street safety looks in every neighborhood is, is gonna be different and that we need to be talking to our community members about that they know better their streets than we do. And so how do we target measures there? So it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Exactly, yeah. And um, there are certain common things that will be the basis of the plan, but 
this is just the start to thinking about what it looks like on the ground and our communities are a key part of that. Um, and so that, that draft plan is coming together now. Um, we're starting to see some draft actions that have been made available to the public online. Um, it's actually up right now at visionzerohouston.com and, and people can view where the draft actions are right now. And we're hoping to incorporate all of that feedback and come out with another draft version towards the end of this month. So we should have a plan um, that is really going to um, help us start moving forward on this paradigm shift um, and reach the goal by 2030, which is also what uh, Mayor Turner has has signed into executive order as well. So ending traffic deaths and serious injuries by 2030. Ending them. Ending them, yes. The, in terms of, al although you certainly have been working with all of these partner agencies, such as Metro, TxDOT, uh, the others that you mentioned, you also, uh, another part of this has component has been a large public outreach uh, role. And could you uh, share that? And, and, and I understand folks can still uh, get involved with that. Yeah. And I think, I think there's a, a part of this that needs to be recognized of the time that we're in, right? We're in the midst of COVID-19, which has limited our outreach efforts in a way that, um, you know, we can't reach everybody who is not plugged in, who's not dialed in to the internet in this virtual world. And so that's something we're, we are definitely aware of and thinking of ways, as I mentioned, this is just the start. So thinking of ways moving forward, how we can reach people who may not be um, wired right now, because it's just such a big, a big thing to uh, convey. There's so many components to it. And so the more outreach that we have, the better we can connect with people and, and hear their story too. I think um, oftentimes we look at crash data and think, okay, there's a lot of problems occurring in this location. Let's target that. But then we miss out on the community's perspective. Um, where are streets and intersections that they're avoiding because they don't feel safe? Um, where are potentially crashes that happen that they've seen that maybe don't get reported or maybe they've seen people nearly get hit. So we need to hear from our communities in that way. And that's why that outreach is so important. And we have a few ways people can give us feedback online. So we have an interactive map tool where you can actually go and place a pin on a street or an intersection. And you can say, I have a safety concern as a person walking. And you can place a pin at, on this street and say, you know, there's no sidewalks here. Uh, there's no street lighting, things like that. So that interactive map tool, I think we have about 1300 pins placed so far. And so people can go and, and, and really identify specifically like this corner down the street from the grocery store I go to, this is the worst. And they put a pin and, and let you all know what's going on, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And you can, we've identified it, you know, you can do it as somebody driving and a lot of, um, across the board, I think, um, 
by the mode. So if you're somebody driving, if you're walking, biking, using a wheelchair, you can place this pin on any anywhere in Houston. Um, and actually Harris County, who's also doing a Vision Zero effort, has the, the map on their website. So it's Harris County too. Um, but you, you can anywhere in any concern, we need to know that. That's really, really vital information because that does not get captured in a crash report. I don't know how else we would find out that information. Um, that's, that's necessary and part of our effort because if people don't feel safe <laughs> uh, walking, biking, driving, they're not gonna get out. They're not gonna explore their neighborhood. They're not gonna feel like they belong even if, if they just are avoiding places that feel dangerous. Um, and so it's really important for us to know, know that from the community. Um, and that map is gonna be up indefinitely. So that will be part of the action plan, but moving forward, we're, we're gonna keep that map on our website indefinitely. And then how will that, the information and data that you collect on that map be used? So I think right now what we're, what we're going to do is um, pair that with where crashes are occurring and just see, you know, okay, yeah, a lot of people are saying it's a concern and we see that concern with crash data. So that's, that's a first step. So that would likely bump that up on, this is a priority location, not only because there are a lot of crashes here, but also more importantly, because a lot of people are saying it's dangerous. So for some type of redesign, traffic evaluation, all of those plan or study things that y'all do. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'll, um, so yeah, that's a good point. So what we would want to do is find these priority locations and then say, okay, we need to do a combination of things to improve the street. The number one thing is how can we create this street or intersection to be safer for everybody? What, if it has eight lanes, that's, that's something that we need to address because eight lanes is a long way for people walking or in a wheelchair to cross. And so we need to be thinking about, is that really feasible for somebody to expect them to get across eight lanes of, of vehicle traffic? Um, uh, are there things like um, the time that we are allowing people to cross? Is that sufficient? Do they have enough time? If I'm an older person, do they have enough time to cross the street? Um, do we need to be thinking about um, the speed limit? Absolutely, yes. Speed is a huge component of that. So we think about all of the elements of that area. So the community saying it's it's a problem. Um, we're seeing a lot of crashes here. We need to think, think about what is surrounding the area. Where are people trying to go? Um, what is the land use? Is it a lot of commercial? Is it residential? And then what do the streets look like? Um, wide. Uh, fast streets where cars are just zooming through, we need to, we need to address that. So, right. As we start to look at those priority locations that rise to the top, we then start to think about those improvements that we make through street design. And, um, you know, maybe there's education that needs to happen in conjunction with the street design. So if we are improving that um, intersection, the community is aware of what's different now and, and how, we're aiming to improve safety. That's really important. You know, one thing as you're talking that comes to mind is I, I know that 
from from working in public transit, it really forced me sometimes to get out of my car and use my city streets and sidewalks in a different way than I might have previously. And it really changes your perspective uh, on the design and and you know just how you know what's available, the safety, and all of that. And it sounds like you're really trying to ask the community, please share your experience and let us all know those of us who maybe don't have that perspective or opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it's really easy for us to think in that one frame of mind because that's how we operate every day um, and forget about the myriad of other ways people are moving around and Forget that, you know, mostly at the end of the day, all of us are pedestrians. <laughs> we take a few steps to our car, even from our house to our, our driveway, perhaps, or yeah, getting off the bus and, and walking to your job. Um, we're all users of this transportation system, and it, but it's so easy to forget that. And so right. that's what I'm trying to capture is like, we need to hear from everybody, no matter how you get around um, and no matter where you are at in Houston, we need to know um, if we're going to make this successful and comprehensive. We need to know who's moving and how and, and where they they feel unsafe. And this is really a proactive approach. I mean, in in the past, there might be some change to certain areas if there was a tragic accident or something like that, uh, in terms of the way you found out, your 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 this Vision Zero is about preventing all of that. I think that it's really really tough to improve street safety if we are being so reactive to everything, and it's just not it's not working. I think a lot of cities who've who've um, adopted this approach and sort of focus on prevention, see it much like they see other um, other public health issues, like when we think about um, cancer and the number of um, research, the amount of research and hours and resources that go towards preventing cancer. And then you look at traffic deaths in the same way and you just really don't see much of that. We don't think about it like a public health issue, but it totally is. It's, it's happens everywhere. It happens to everybody and it happens in really alarming numbers. And so if we start to take that same lens to traffic deaths that we do other public health crises, that starts to get us to the prevention which is far more effective than continuously reacting to an, a crash where somebody dies. And that's just, we do not want to see that anymore. And I'm glad you brought up the numbers and the data. Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about the numbers. What is the reality right now for Houston Roadways? So I think, um, probably most people know that Houston is a dangerous place to, um, to be using our streets. Um, there's a series of articles that Doug Begley in the Houston Chronicle came out with um, 
five parts of a series called Out of Control, where he actually looked at data in Houston metro area, compared it to other metros in the U.S., and, and found that Houston's roads are the most deadly um, when he looked at traffic deaths per capita. And so that, that starts to um, sort of tell the story about Houston. I think we all know anecdotally, it's, we all want to see it improve. Mm-hmm. And right now, um, if we look at the city of Houston in the last five years from 2014 to 2018, uh, that's the time frame the action plan is focusing on. Mm-hmm. We're seeing that um, about every 40 hours, somebody dies in a traffic crash in Houston. So that's every basically every other day is what you're saying? Every other day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every other day, somebody dies in a traffic crash. And when we look at serious injuries, so injuries where um, it's really hard for somebody to walk away, like they have to go to the hospital, Um we're seeing three people every day suffer from serious injuries and in traffic crashes in Houston. And then you think about the impact of, you know, those lives lost on friends and family. You think about the impact of serious injuries and not being able to return to work right away um, and just carry out daily routines. I mean, it, the impact goes beyond just those numbers. Um, and so it's, it's something that I think um, you know, we're, we're trying to address this holistically. We have to start looking at crash data to identify the problem. And, um, it's really becoming sort of like, you don't want to just focus on those numbers. You have to start somewhere and we need to recognize how many people are dying in, in Houston every day. And I think that's, that's part of the, the problem too, is, is really being able to speak to those lives lost. I mean, we, we can't have any more of that. And, right. and I think just additionally, I think people just want to feel safe in Houston. And so um, this, is, this is trying to address that. And I, I do want to point out something that other cities are looking at right now because of COVID. Okay. Um, and that is, we know that there were far fewer cars on the road because everybody was working from home and you're seeing traffic volumes decrease. And, right. Um, and so you're kind of thinking like, oh, I bet there are fewer, fewer um, people dying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fewer crashes. Right. But we're seeing, we are seeing fewer car crashes. However, we are seeing more traffic deaths um, on our roadways during this time. So if we look at data compared to 2019, 2018, 2017, going all the way back to 2014, between March and August, we're seeing more fatalities um, than those previous years, with the exception of, of 2019. 2019 was um, we had about 120 traffic deaths during that March to August period. And um, right now there are about 110 traffic deaths. Even though traffic volumes are down, fewer cars on the road, we're seeing more people dying in crashes. Um, A lot of that is, 
you have these wide roadways, you have fewer cars on the road, so people want to speed and swerve and race, and um, and that's a big contributor here. So I wow. think it's, and other cities are seeing the same thing. They're seeing the exact same alarmingly um, traffic deaths increase from previous years, even though there are fewer cars on the road. And, and, and that awareness and uh, in, in kind of bringing it back to what's going on right now, uh, you know, it sounds like then if you're talking about single car accidents and, 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 and speed really being a factor in these accidents, it, 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 it sounds like there's definitely some personal responsibility that's involved with drivers. And I know one of the components um, that uh, Vision Zero Houston is sharing and asking uh, the community to engage in is to uh, look at the and take the Vision Zero pledge. Uh, could you uh, share that? Yeah, with me? definitely. So um, I think you you said it you know perfectly that we all have an individual responsibility to share our streets safely and and to be um, to take that responsibility. However, we move around that my actions contribute to safer streets. So one way that we can start to have that conversation is asking people to take a pledge to help us end traffic deaths and serious injuries and acknowledge that their role in traffic safety. And so we have a pledge on our website, visionzerohouston.com that anyone can take. And it's about five items that you can um, say that you pledge not to uh, drive distracted. So, you know, no texting and driving, only drive while you're driving. Um, we also have an, an item in there about not driving impaired or under the influence. We know that's a really big problem in Harris County and in Houston um, is, is driving impaired and anything that we can do for people to recognize that um, this, the pledge is one of those ways. Uh, we also just have a recognition of sharing the streets, um, that it's not just for one person or one mode, uh, it's for everybody. So I know that that draft Vision Zero Action Plan uh, is uh, due to release uh, at the end of September, I believe September 30th, uh, but can you, can you give us a... Uh, just a, a preview of, uh, and I know you said uh, some of it's already available on the website of, of some of the components of that plan, and, um, and and just you know what you know if people want to engage and get involved, what they need to do. As you mentioned online, um, there are the draft action items, and these are things that um, we want the public's feedback on. So we want to hear: Does this make sense? Um, does this get us where we need to go? Um, is it measurable? We don't want something that says, um, make our streets safe for people walking. Uh, we need to really get into the meat of how do we do that? And so we have to create things that we can measure. Like, well, let's, let's fill 25 blocks of sidewalk gaps every year. That's how we start to get to making it safer for people to walk is identifying that 
there are lots of gaps inside walks in Houston that creates a problem that forces people to maybe have to walk in the street or, or elsewhere that's unsafe. So there's one thing that we can measure. Did we fill those 25 blocks or not? Another is, is equity. How are we going to invest in communities that have been historically underinvested or under-resourced? Also where there's a lot of traffic deaths and serious injuries happening. So we really need to think about how this is an equitable approach. But then we identify specifically, make walking and biking safe, make driving safe, and make connecting to transit safe. These are based on largely what we heard from um, our agencies and communities about where they would like to focus efforts. And so you can see actions to do those things, to make walking and biking safe, to make connecting to transit safe. And all of that is available on our website. You can just go to visionzerohouston.com and there's a link there to view the actions and you can contribute to the discussion. Although there's going to be a draft plan released by the end of September, you're still wanting people to, from the community to engage and provide feedback. So basically there will be another opportunity for people to view these actions again and provide comments can still provide comments now. Um, we're just we're just trying to take it all as much as we can get. <laughs> Got it. Got it. So, uh, is there anything else that you think is important uh, for the community? And you know, and, and this is a podcast, so it sort of lives forever. Just to know and understand about Houston Vision Zero. Yeah, I think it's a start to a to a very necessary conversation commitment and strategy to make it safe for everyone, people walking, biking, driving, using transit, using a wheelchair, however you move around, this is the strategy to make it safe for everyone in Houston to get where they're going and to enjoy streets, to see streets as places, to see, um, Streets as a way to gather or distance or um, streets as a place to protest and express. I mean, this is really, this is about a long-term shift in how we think about street safety and transportation in Houston. And I know, I've, I know people want to see things done like yesterday, like this, this absolutely, and I'm absolutely with them like, there are things that need to have been done years ago to make our streets safer. And so this plan could not come out soon enough. And I just, I think it's important to know that it is a long-term commitment to street safety and, and there are things we can do quickly. There are things that are going to take a while longer, but this is a start to shifting it in, in a direction that makes it safe in Houston for everybody. And I know you are helping lead this effort, but this is really for everyone. And, and the tagline, I think, in, on your logo really says that, our streets, our lives, our commitment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because people keep saying like, you know, this is your project, this is your baby. And I was like, well, we've already failed if that's the view, because it really has to be ours. I can't say it enough. This is like, so many people's responsibility here to 
to make our streets safer. And I, and everybody, all the agencies, partners, city departments really have a role in this. And so that, that commitment to the strategy, to implementing it is really on all of us. So again, the website uh, that uh, listeners can visit to get more information and take the pledge. Yep. So the website is visionzerohouston.com. And there's a variety of ways to get involved. You can take the Vision Zero Pledge, which is a link right on the Vision Zero Houston website. You can use our interactive map tool to place a pin on any street or intersection in Houston and say, I do not feel safe here and here's why. You can take our survey, which is on there, and help us prioritize efforts. Like, what do you want the city to do first? What should the very first thing that we do, what do you want it to be? Um, you can also just email us. It's mobility.planning at houstontx.gov or give us a call. 832-393-6660. Yeah, this is, this is just the start of it. Well, we'll have to revisit this again on the next stop. And, you know, thank you so much uh, for your effort and helping to bring Vision Zero Houston to the forefront and develop it. Uh, again, this is a team effort. So Lauren Grove, Vision Zero Houston, City of Houston, traffic planner. We truly appreciate your uh, coming today. Thank you so much, Laura. I really appreciated uh, talking about the effort. That's all for this edition of The Next Stop. I'm Laura Whitley. If you'd like to check out more episodes, you can find them on our website or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Google Play. Until next time, drive less, do more with Metro.